0: we mm. how's it going i'm ralph of los golferos and welcome to the salud golferos podcast uh really excited episode one uh, we got some good stuff planned for you guys here in season one um and it's only right that i kick it off with my fellow fam- founders unfortunately not all of them could be here uh but we still we're here we're having fun having a little drink so guys salud thanks for joining me cheers cheers so, yeah, with this podcast, guys, um, we're, we're looking to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit, talk a little bit about what we've done in the business, what we've got going on, um, and then use it as an opportunity to kind of give you guys some perspective, talk to some of the friends that we've made with the brand. Um, so with that, I think we kind of have to take it back a little bit to the people who don't necessarily know who we are. Um, Raul, you kind of want to take us back in time a little bit and talk about who we are?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, Los Golferos, um, this actually started with uh, two members, really. It was uh, Hector, who's not able to make it because of uh, some stuff that's going on in his house. We love you, bro, but (laughs) damn, man. (laughs) If it ain't one thing, it's another. If it ain't one thing, it's another at your place. But uh, he's taking care of some stuff, taking care of the family uh, and myself. So, Hex and me uh, started golfing a while back. Um, It was our, our, our therapy, if you will. So every Saturday or Sunday morning, we would be the first guys over at El Carrizo Golf Course in uh, Silmar, California. And uh, we were walkers. Uh, we always loved walking the course and, um, you know, shoot the shit, talk about life, work, family, kids, the works. It was, like I said, our therapy session. Uh, and that was kind of the birthplace of Los Golferos. Um, in a weird way, we um, we never thought this was going to be a brand. Uh, we never thought it was going to be whatever the heck we are nowadays, but, um, we kind of, uh, came up with the concept based on something that, uh, that I saw. And of all things, it was, uh, Scotty Cameron making a Sarape golf bag and Sarape colorway golf towel. I've always been a big fan of the Scotty's. Uh, I've always been a big gearhead when it comes to golf and uh seeing scotty even though like you know uh, props to scotty i i love scotty cameron's um i love the southern california culture that he kind of puts in there where whether it's surf culture whether it's hot rod culture and look even latino culture when he threw that uh sarape golf bag and golf towel but yeah, you know, a little part of me was like uh. Shit, Scotty, can we really be doing this? <laughs> Where's the Brown brothers at? <laughs> I know. Well, they're all working out, and our Marcos in the warehouse. Because I know you know a couple of those guys yeah, out there. Are yeah. people in the warehouses? Though. Yeah. Nope. They're doing good things out there. But um it was one of those things where it was um, it was cool. But I was like, all right, man. If we're if we're gonna be represented in the golf community. Uh, what about a couple of brown guys trying to introduce something gotta like that? You got to put a it? little soul into it. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Or so as we say, a little chile in there. Little a little chile little spice. in spice. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the interesting take. And look, the Sarape golf towel was, is nothing new. I don't even, I honestly don't even know if it was Scotty Cameron who did the very first one or decided to bring it into golf. But, um, you know, we saw some iterations of it, including one that was kind of uh, close to home. Uh, Hector and I, um, like I said, we, we played out Cariso. That was our home course where we didn't want to drive too far away or it was an easy tea time for us back in pre COVID days where you can actually book around an hour before you wanted to play <laughs> things that don't exist. But, um, we came across somebody that, that, um, was using, uh, set up in material it was a textile and we're like, Hey man, this, this is really dope. And, um, we actually purchased a couple of these towels because we thought it was really it was really cool to to have somebody that was brown doing these things. Right. And uh, Hex and I bought the towels and uh, Hector, for some of you guys don't know, or Hex, as we call him, uh, he uh, is definitely a believer of uh, feel good, look good, play all right, I guess. but look he's a classy individual always has a nice immaculate golf clothes his bag his everything is always on deck and uh he is one that uh took the golf towel played around with it used it and threw it in the washer uh and uh that was not a good experience for uh for what happened what happened i it it, uh it (laughs) Turned into something. <laughs> Deteriorating might be a yeah. soft word for it, obviously. Hey, you, you, you know what? Yeah, it did. It did without a doubt. And um, Hex being the type of guy he is, um, you know, told the uh, the person who sold his towel, like, hey, bro, you know, we, we loved it, but, you know, it kind of fell apart. The guy was really like, oh, man, I, you know, shouldn't have washed it uh, type of thing. And Hex was like, you know what? Screw this, man. I, I'm going to come up with something. I'm going to make it better. Um, so, look, if anything, our business has really been... You know, kind of the old uh, Bill Gates mantra. Um, I saw an idea and I just made it better. Right. Hector saw an idea and uh, he just made it better. So uh, him being the uh, the mad genius, if you will, uh, of the brand, said like, hey, you know what? Let's make a golf towel. And I was like, let's do it, bro. Um, and at first it was just like for us. It was supposed to be friends and family type of thing um we we did a little bit of research he found the material he was working on some other projects um hex is a renaissance man so uh at the time he was making uh custom bespoke if you will aprons for barbers you know the barber community especially out here in the san Fernando valley is massive and uh, he had some connections in the barber world if you will so he was making these custom aprons for barbers and they had you know they had a little little sauce a little chila as we like to say as yeah. you know serge mentioned it i need one earlier. of them hex by the way okay yeah. yeah hey you know what? he still owes me one <laughs> so <laughs> not necessarily a barber for the carne asadas we throw it always comes in handy but anyway um he was making these aprons and he was using exotic looking pleather you know the croc the avestrus, and that's where um that was the inception point he took the sarape infused it with our with our twist which is the exotic pleathers we played around with different ways he tried magnets we tried like a just poking a little hole and then we're like dude let, let's make it a little bit sturdier and that's when we ended up with the ribbit um that we hand pressed um and it kind of flew from there but we thought there was something missing we thought there was an element that was um not there yet uh And we're still working on it. And then come you. And I know you had just come back from, from college, from NAU. Go what? Lumberjacks? Go Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks? (laughs) Do I look like a lumberjack? No, but hey, let's go Lumberjacks. Uh, And I know one of the things that you had mentioned, you were trying to get back into golf. I invited you out here. I mean, you you know that story. And uh, we showed you the prototype of what we were working with. But I know this was one of your passions. You wanted, you wanted to work on social media a little bit more, the podcast. Hence the exception of uh, Salud Golferos, and I, I kind of brought you into the fold, introduced you to Hex. That was the first time you actually met Hex when we were out yeah. playing golf. And uh, the concept was there, man. We we played with the with the original towels. We have the original. I still have one of the original prototype towels, and uh, we just wanted to tweak it. And we started we started rocking just the plain towels in our bags, and people started like, "Whoa, where'd you get that from?" And we're like, oh, dude, you know, it's friends and families. my boy, Hex, over here, made them. And um, that's where I kind of saw, like, hey, wait a minute. There's a little something something here. Uh, And uh, I've always been the find a way to make that extra dime because golf is not a a very economical (laughs) sport, especially when you're a moron like (laughs) I am and like to buy all the new stuff that comes out. Like, who needs only four or five pairs of golf shoes? You need a lot more than that. And – that's where I'm like, dude, let's, let's run this as a business. Ran it by you, ran it by Serge. For, for many of those that don't know, Serge is my brother-in-law uh hex has been a brother from another mother mother uh, i've known him since we were like second grade um and then uh my younger brother who makes an appearance here and there whenever he decides to show up he's a ghost he's a ghost that's what i was about <laughs> to <a> say <laughs> Where's he at, bro? <laughs> sometimes he's here sometimes he's not so so it turned out to be like hey you know what Let, let's uh let's let's run with this this business um and try to take it into a business and i was really the one that that wanted to run with that. I know for for most of us it was just like ah, sure, a hobby, little side type of thing, but I honestly saw the vision beforehand and I, I thought there was something there. Um but that's that's the inception. But the name, Los Golferos, that that's kind of an interesting one because as I mentioned, uh Hector and I were we've been golfing man together for a while. I, I think honestly like we started golfing together maybe like in 20 you say like 2015. About to date yourself, bro. That was nine
2: oh, bro, years I, ago. I, I'm, I'm old, bro. <laughs> I'm
1: old. I've been I'm the go- baby
0: of the group, so. Oh,
2: without a doubt, man. I, I mean, Yo, you... I still remember you telling me about that golf course out in Silmar, out by where uh, that golf. Oh, uh, the Cascades! Yeah, yeah man. Cascades no longer exists. And you now were it's telling me about that but I was Like I, I vaguely remember, and you fuckers were all telling me about how I used to love playing in that. Yeah, in that that, area. that was
1: a, uh, that you know, pour some out for the homie for the Cascades. That was an awesome <laughs> golf course, but. Um, it was the wrong time, man. That place would flourish right now, but it was just the wrong time for that course. Yeah. But you know, kind of coming back to it, like we had been golfing and we were getting other people into golf. We were um, always introducing the game to other peoples, and um, we kind of had like this little homebrew tournament. Um, and of all things, this is a uh, you know listening to the Save Par podcast. Shout out Shout Save Par, par. boys. Eric. Uh, you guys, uh, you were on there representing Los Golferos with a, with a good friend of ours now, Don from uh, Kingsman.
0: Kingsman, there we and,
1: go. Well, I was on a flight just recently. I was listening to that episode, and it was funny that he talked about where the origin story for the name Kingsman came from. And it's <laughs> almost identical to ours. Um, Los Golferos was the name of the Instagram group that uh, Hector, myself, uh, one of our good friends, Carlos Sanchez, uh, Sanchez Tacos, amazing cat, Um he kind of just threw it out there. Like, yeah. yeah, that was our group name, Los Golferos. And uh, at the time, Hex was uh, operating. He owned a vape shop. And him and I, like I said, we would get the uh, 6 a.m. tea time, uh, go into the vape shop at you know 9 a.m., 10 a.m. after we got our round in. And then the guys are at the shop. They're like, I've los los pinches golferos. <laughs> so it kind of stuck. That's where the that's where the origin of the uh, Instagram group name we had came from because they were making fun of us. Like, we're brown playing golf, and the other guys didn't really get it until they got it. Like, some of those guys that used to joke around with us uh, are now highly addicted to golf, uh, oh, and yeah. they, they, they got included, it. Honestly, i included, yeah. honestly. I'm one of those guys. Oh, dude, we were trying to get you to golf for God knows how long. It wasn't till the infamous... Uh, Pandemic that turned a lot of people into it golfers. Was, it was February, the golf gold a, rush.
2: It, we went that um, the February right before everything closed, and as soon as we were playing Vista Valencia, I, I got hooked on it. Like it was just like immediately, it was just a lot of fun. Frustrating. The alcohol helped a lot, but frustrating. Oh, but yeah. I still enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, that was that was crazy. The bug bit you hard. Like oh, no joke. Every like, weekend I all I want to do is outplay, you know. If I can get a day off, I want to make sure to get I get a tea time sometime. Yeah,
0: that was that was really cool. Um yeah, and I think that that kind of speaks to this group like you know, we're not professionals by any stretch of the imagination, but we have a pretty good variants of like the, the type of golfer that we all are like we have you
1: who's been playing what like 15 years now oh god bro like you want to talk about aging i mean i'm the first round le, the first legit round of golf i played on uh played in should i say i wasn't even 20 dude i was barely gonna turn 20 i mean just because i've been playing for this long doesn't make me a good golfer <laughs> <laughs> not any a, of us yeah I, i'm a crap golfer but i've enjoyed the game since like i said my my late Teenage year, because um, yeah. I was nineteen, and I've been playing on and off, and um, it's just become a part of who I am to a certain extent. Yeah, uh, and I'm just glad that I have. Well, first of all, family around me that really enjoys it, and and then a great group of friends that actually enjoy it as well. And look, even extended group of friends that we've made through this little rink a dink brand that we're so freaking proud of. I mean. You know, think about some of the amazing people we've met, like just even hosting like little get togethers. Our first event was a get together at Simi Hills 20 deep. Yeah. And we had Manny coming all the way out from, um, was it the Whittier area, if I
2: remember yeah. correctly? Yep.
1: Um, the guys, uh, Vic. Oh, Victor. shout out, Vic. Vic Sedano. Shout out, bro. Vic Cideno, my,
2: boy, at, my, my boy, my boy Cruz coming out.
1: Oh, Cruz. dude,
2: Cruzy Baby, who used to Nelson, be a baseball bro. player.
1: Nelson, Nelson. Tacos at the Turn. Yeah, Tacos at the Turn. Uh, the, the boys have, uh, golf autos, Juan Machete, all those guys, like we wouldn't have never met them. And and it's kind of interesting because we kind of dabble in the same neighborhoods. We kind of dabble in the same areas. I mean, without a doubt in the same now world of golf and now golf brands. Yeah. Uh, but that's one of the beautiful things about this. Um, you know, if the infamous, if there was a blessing in the, uh, curse of that was the you know, pandemic. Mm-hmm. being locked down and the uh, first thing to open up at least out in LA was the golf courses um it was and, kind of interesting tried too that
2: it was it was you know they they opened up and you know it, I was still like fresh out of you know trying to play. And me and Raul were driving out to San Diego in the, about an hour, 20 minutes with no traffic just to get out there, just to get to play oh, a those couple were rounds. Days, whoa, whoa, Dude,
1: come on. That wasn't even an hour, 20 minutes. We were making it to San Diego like in 45 yeah, to an hour yeah. because there was no traffic. <laughs> <We> Took <just showed laughs> me two hours today to get up here. <laughs> uh, um, but those were, th- those were the, kind of the nice things about it. And um, it all comes down to a traffic golf towel that Hector said like, hey, you know what? I could do better yeah um and like by by no stretch of the imagination we're saying we're we're the ogs when it comes to the game like the first one i ever saw wasn't even real Sarape. it was you know the the Sarape print scotty cameron right i don't right. know if there was anybody out there that made it but i can say this we were without a doubt if it wasn't for hector we wouldn't be a we wouldn't have a differentiator in in our towel per se um yeah hector was the one that really took it up a notch and uh takes pride in what he did and i'm super stoked for that and that was just the entry point into everything else we're doing yeah yeah we got to say we're super proud of having hex on our team and i mean like
0: you said a brother from another mother like for me like you said i hadn't i hadn't met hex before and first time out at el carrizo uh i met him and i dude it was like instant connection you know not not to sound cheesy or cliche but i was like okay i can see why why raul you know hangs out with him and why he's a homie and stuff like that and then, yeah, dude, he's a total mad scientist. Everything that we put out, uh, huge, huge stamp by Hex.
1: Well, well dude, he's a freaking... He, he's definitely one of those guys that you can say, if he was born in a different era, era this would be like a Da Vinci type of guy. Yeah. Like, look, just go to San Fernando Brewery. Uh, shout out San Fernando Brewery, by the way. Uh, one of the, the local brews out here. But anybody that goes to San Fernando Brewery and checks out those uh, chandeliers that are made out of uh, beer bottles, that's Hex. <laughs> the guy will do insane things very artsy very craftsy very hands-on um and that's that's the great thing like i mean even before he started with the golf tower, i remember once we were golfing he was kind of pissed off because his uh his sewing machine had broken <laughs> and i was like bro if i didn't know you so well that just sounds so bizarre yep but i knew why he was kind of pissed off he was prototyping at that type the uh that time the uh the aprons he was working on. The
0: aprons, okay. And yeah.
1: he was upset that you know he needed something with a little bit more horsepower to really try to have that industrial type of material. Um, mm-hmm. But you know it's just weird because look, Hex is not a, a small guy by the stretch of the imagination. He was a linebacker back in high school, you know, solid guy. And all of a sudden he's talking about like, man, I'm so freaking pissed off this week my sewing machine broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's always an interesting take, man. But look, I uh, try to say something about him not uh, not knowing how to use a sewing machine, he'll take that to heart.
0: Yeah. Dude, that yeah, that's freaking hilarious, man. Um, yeah, we we miss you on this episode, Heck. So we're we're gonna we're gonna cheers to you on that one. We'll take a little moment here. But I kinda wanna dive back right now to something that, you know, we've been doing this. So we were kind of talking about this recently,
1: and I keep saying two years, but you corrected me in our conversation role. We're we're on what year now? Well, Officially as a brand, like if you want to be legit, we got the documentation in. We started paying our taxes and everything. Uh, This May will be four years. This May will be four years. I was going to say three years, but no. 2024, man. I I mean, like, look, honestly, post-COVID years have been flying for everybody, I believe, in the world. But um, as a brand, it will be our fourth year as an official business. But this concept started, you know, like I said, in 20 early 2019, late 2018. That's when uh, Hex was already, you know, experimenting with things. We were already rocking the 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 towel with the first iteration of the the leather design we had on there in our bags. So it's been a while. Um, you know, if anything, the fortunate thing, like I said, the silver linings to the pandemic was that gave us a little bit of time where we were able to finalize our, our business plan. We were able to finalize our business model, become the incorporation that we are. And uh, we made everything legit. It really was like, all right, well, there's no turning back. Uh, so again, blessing in disguise, but um, the groundwork was already there. That's why it made it easy for us to, to kind of launch as a brand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like like I said, for me, meeting Hex and you talking about it, we're out there on the golf course, which by the way, guys, if you're not into golf, most business is handled on the golf course no doubt though we're family he's like hey
2: come up and from what i've heard a strip club too out in dallas (laughs) take it easy (laughs) this is a family show
0: yeah um but yeah like so for me yeah we're out there on the golf course meeting hex talking business talking shop and and like raul said i wanted to get into the social media space by the way social media was not my thing i was that guy that like never posted but I'm going to give credit where credit is due, like the good, good guys. I saw Garrett when he was barely starting out his channel when it was GM golf. And I was like, dude, why? Why isn't there someone in the brown space doing that? And that's kind of where I talked to Raul and Raul was like, well, bro, look, we're starting this brand. that's geared towards um, taking a piece of our culture, the Sarape golf towel and throwing it out there to add that extra spice, that extra flavor in the golf game. And I was like, dude, that that's it. We need to do
1: that. Yeah, I, I, I think honestly, it was a gateway for us. Um, we're, we're proud of what we produced in the golf towel there, but um, it's we all bigger, bro. It, it, well, without a doubt. But it's I think bigger. I honestly once. Look, honestly, I, I, it wasn't like a lot of convincing I had to do for Hex because Hex was always... A, Hex is always about trying to create something. Yeah, nice, he's man. a creator. He, but my he, thing he was like, bro, let, let's do something with this outside of just having fucking awesome golf towels on our bag. Yeah. And I was kind of the one that
2: sold him on the idea. I mean, I've, I've always been, you know... Kind of like to your point, well, it's like you, you, people started seeing it on, on our bags and they were like, Shit, those those are really cool in it, and I think that's what gave Hex like a lot of motivation to to be like, oh shit, this this can I I can keep working on this and try to do, you know, something good with this. Yeah, yeah, it was an
1: easy sell for me to convince him like, hey, let's start a business because we had already talked about, you know, what was the next business because Hex has always owned and operated businesses. I've always had side hustles and stuff like that as well, and it was like, all right, what's next for us, dude? And um. That was an easy sell because he saw what was going on, and look, man, if you could spend more time in a golf course and call it a business transaction, why the heck not? Oh yeah, but um you know, getting the love and support—honestly, nat- natural, native. Without we didn't even have a social media page. Like I started the social media TikTok now, bro. I know you, you mentioned that last <laughs> time and I was like, El I, didn't know, I, no I didn't even know. That, that. That. <laughs> I didn't even know we had
0: that.
1: Like, honestly, like uh, the only reason I had saved the Los, uh, Los Golferos Instagram was like, oh, you never know. Something might pop out of this. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't until you really kind of came into the picture. And dude, that's why since day one. And I've, you know, I'll reiterate this you're the chief marketing officer. This is your baby. You're the one that's created this social media following to the brand, which without it, I mean, like, would we be efficient? Probably would be effective. Eh, Not as much as we are. I mean, like it has, if it wasn't for all the social media that you really put your blood, sweat and tears into it. Um, I don't think we do it as a brand, not to, to the scope that we've done. I appreciate that. Uh, so, So it's been massive. Um, and look, it's time-consuming as heck. I see I see how many hours you put into it. Uh, a lot of people are like, dude, doesn't Ralph work? He does that on top of his work, ladies and gentlemen that are seeing this. Uh, Lisa, we love you. I hope you don't divorce him because of a Shout golf course. Shout out to course. my wife. I love you, babe. <laughs> but look, even some of the guys uh, at, at some of the companies I've worked at, and I, I tell them, like, yeah, my side hustle is Los Golferos, and they start following them, and they're like, dude, does your cousin ever work? He's always in the golf course. <laughs> And that's become the tale. But look, a lot of people don't understand. You have your nine to five that you turn to a a six to three or a six to four so you can get some <laughs> uh, some uh, daylight and get some golf in. So you are putting some mad work into it, man. It's not easy. It's Thank not you. easy at all. I appreciate
0: that, brother. I really do. And yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it's it's a passion, guys. And it's with every business, there's risk. There's. That fear like are we gonna do it like can we can we can we do this so don't think guys that we did this and we're like yeah we're gonna throw some money at it we're gonna throw some time at it and yeah it's
2: gonna happen no there's there's definitely a lot of risk into it but not, not just the risk i mean me personally like there's a lot of sacrifice into it too because you know you know my like my, my i have a lot of passions outside of outside of this but you know right. there's a lot of stuff like you know, we have events that we're, we're, that we're invited to, you know, and yeah. my friends are like, Hey, when are you going to be, I'm a gamer, huge gamer, you know? Yeah. Uh, and they're all like, what's going on? Are we going to like hang out tonight? I'm like, you know what? I got to wake up early, you know, sorry. And they're like, all right, I guess I, I understand. But to me, it's like, I, I want to be there for the, for the, uh, for the events. I want to like keep working on, on, yeah. on this, this brand. Exactly. You know? and, exactly. And it's, a, it's a lot of, time that that we have to put into into the brand. Yeah. And that
0: and that's kind of what I was what I was kind of steering to is like it the risk, the fear of failure is there, but by dude, it's totally worth it. Like guys, these past few years, wouldn't you say we've done some pretty cool shit that we didn't think we'd ever do? Oh, oh for sure. W- without
1: a doubt. And I look I without a doubt, it has been a risk, but it's been a calculated risk. And, you know, some of the people we've even met, they're like, oh, when are you guys going to do this? When are you guys going to do that? And I'm a bit pragmatic when it comes to business. Um, It's hopped out a lot with some of the business decisions I've made in my life where it's like, hey, we're not going to just jump into anything for the sake of jumping into it. Everything has been a calculated risk to Mm -hmm. a certain extent. So we also hedge our bets. Could we have gone the route of some other brands and just start throwing stuff after stuff after stuff? Probably and that that kind of brings it to what you said, just throw money to the problem and try I hope it fixes it yeah. versus like, hey, look, we're gonna put limited batches of towels, and
2: if you get one freaking amazing, we love you for it, and they're gonna sell out, yeah, <laughs> and that's I think, it, I think to to what you're saying is is what I appreciate about about that is that there's a lot of research that goes into you know taking out bringing out the hats, bringing out the sweaters, you know we're not we're not just um, throwing money into whatever we see and then like, giving you shitty products, basically. Where yeah. we're, you know, like Raul is doing a lot of the the research into into um, the companies that we're that we're partnering up with, or you know, just buying stuff off off of them to get these products off of them. They're not going to be shitty things, but that takes a lot of time to do. That takes yeah. a shit ton of time to to uh, to research. Yeah, and I think
0: too, it's like we. We listen to you guys. Um, We're going to do what's to the best of our ability, and we're going to give you a quality product, what we believe is a quality product, like day one towel that Hex has produced. It's still the same towel we produce today. We've just made some tweaks, some modifications. but
1: Well, and and we've gotten lucky, and we're working with some awesome vendors. I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, we have to work with, with partners as well, and even our Sarape textile connection. I mean, we've gotten some unique colors that... No, I mean, who's really seen a white and purple or white and pink or gray and pink Sarapis? Yeah. You know, one of the call outs was like, <laughs> hey. Serge's pink towel. Yeah. <laughs> and look, behind, man. <laughs> look, uh, freaking uh Dom has one out in uh Minnesota. He has the purple hey, and white yeah. one. Shout out Dom rocking the pink set up towel. Rocking Minnesota. the pink side towel out there. And I who is it, Derek? Did he get the purple and white one? I know there was a purple and white one. I out believe there he as does. Well. Yeah. So look, it was um Again, calculated risk. Like, who really wants a white and purple setup? It, like, let's give it a try. And we and and that came because of um, some of our loyal followers. We had some some followers of ours that are female golfers, and they're like, "Well, that's cool, but when are we going to see some purples? When are we going to see some pinks? When are we going to see some baby blues?" The baby blue one that was an insane towel, sold out like in seconds. I was surprised. I was like, "Holy crap!" We we need to go back and like run a poll on that. Was it more the lowrider guys that bought that one, or I, I don't know, man? But we got a lot <laughs> our of <love>. female
0: counterparts. <laughs> we got a
1: lot of love for those those one off. We definitely did. colorways and yeah. look, I, I to a certain extent, I do like to appease all of our fellow golfers, golferos, and loyalists to the brands. But we are going to come out with some one offs, and once it's done, is done. I think the biggest hit. I mean, I'm an L.A. native, Serge L.A. native, you born in San Diego, but heart in L.A. Yep. Uh I think one of the proudest moments to me was our 24 and 8 towel. Yeah. Uh, yes. Look, if it wasn't for that towel, we wouldn't have met Eric. The, yeah. Shout out the, to the, the hopped on. The hopped on. Uh, that 24 and 8 towel, uh, Black Mamba towel that we created was our first limited edition towel. And... Like to this date, those pictures are still around of that towel and people are still hitting us up, like, when are you guys gonna restock it? I'm Not gonna be restocked. That's probably not gonna
2: happen.
1: That's not gonna happen. It's um we're I mean, I don't wanna be one of those brands that tries to overhype things, but there's certain things that are going to be limited releases, limited batches because And we're not gonna upcharge. No,
0: no, no. no. It's not- limited, it's attainable, it's accessible, and if you get it, you got it. And yeah, that's it yeah,
1: yeah. and, and I mean, we've done that with a couple of things we've done it with the black mamba we the just master's re- towel. with the master towels and caddy i mean people are still asking like what are you guys are you guys having other master ones and that's where we have to work out with our textile producers and see what they can uh feasibly put together but um stuff like that we take pride in it and i look the the, the best thing is that we get the response from from all our fellow fellow golferos out there that they jump on those things, that they really like it. But the Los Maestros uh, edition, hint, hint, wink, wink, stay tuned, <laughs> um, was amazing. And again, it kind of goes back to where we are, where we we try to be true to ourselves as much as we possibly can. So we've gotten massive, massive love for our amazing el golfero logo that we're all rocking on yeah, our hats and our, our hoodies totally. now but look that was uh tried and true to who we are in our roots um our artist our partner honestly not even just an artist jacobo he's a uh he's based out of mexico city df shout out df all the all the golferos from df uh and we wanted to we wanted to work on a piece of art. We didn't want a freaking brand. We a brand logo. We didn't just want some Mickey Mouse type of thing. We wanted something that that meant something to us. Um, Jacobo and I had some great exchanges uh, via email versus team calls. He got the vibe we were going for, and his his I think mindset. He, I, think he, I think he got it first try, didn't he? Yeah, dude. Yeah, his first, his first mindset was like, "Say it less, bro. I got you." <laughs> And he came back with it. And I remember when I got the files and I'm like, dude, you got to jump on this call. And you're like, I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah. Um, We didn't really know what to expect because he really just picked our brains, picked my brain, and then he ran with it. And I kind of ran it by you just to make sure we were all on the same page, ran it by Serge. But um, once we got it and he gave us really the um, the story behind it, and it aligned to everything we were looking for. We wanted to be true to our roots. We didn't want it to be cheesy. We didn't want it to be stereotypical, like you know, guy with the sombrero type of thing. Like, hey, nothing wrong with that, but let's bring it back to where we're proud of. And it's like it falls into our mindset of we're all guerreros in a certain way. I mean, we all do it in a different way. Whether you're a, you're a weekend warrior type of thing out in the golf course guys that are doing their grind every single day, I think it resonates with a lot of people outside of just golf. Yeah, Like, dude, last time, what was it, a while back, we threw that carne asada, and you went and picked up meat at the carnicería. Yeah. Carniceros, really down guys, La Consentida, really freaking awesome uh, carnicería out in Lakeview Terrace. Yeah. And they were just all over the logo. Dude, That that that's what's insane. And it's like what's
0: really... So what I find special is, you know, we're Mexican-Americans, guys. We're we're born and raised in Southern California, and we're taking a piece of our heritage in the golf course. You know, there's we came, which I feel personally, we came from this old school upbringing. And we're evolving it. We're taking the good pieces from that upbringing. We're moving it forward. And that's why we pay homage and why we have, why we have this Guerrero, because we feel that it encompasses kind of the good that we, that we have from our culture. So to Raul's point, when I go out in public and people see the Guerrero and they see what we're doing with Los Golferos and stuff like that, they don't even golf.
2: And they're just like, dude, that is freaking sick. Like, I, I need that. And it's funny you mentioned that because the last time I was golfing at Cariso, I was playing with one other, one other guy, and um, you know, Weddle, you know, just super Weddle, and he was just like, you know, like, what do you do? I like the logo. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, you know, I was trying to cut, trying, kind of telling him about our stuff, and he's like, you know what? My wife would love that logo. My wife would love that hat. I was like, oh, she a golfer? She's like. No, no, she would love that hat, though. <laughs> well, well, dude,
1: I, I always take uh, Los Golferos piece of merch with me anywhere I travel to. Um, you know, I travel for work and you guys just I, I, I brought this story up to you guys when I was going through, um, you know, the Spanish version of TSA in Barcelona. Mm hmm. TSA agent or their agent stops me. I'm like, oh, dude, what the hell did I do? And he's like, oh, "Do the man. back room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. I was, was kind of cr- was kinda, was cringing to see the uh, latex glove snap. But no, he stopped me just to talk about my hat. And he was telling me that golf is becoming uh, more accessible in, in Barcelona. Um, That's cool. So that was freaking awesome. He, he Like, at first, he thought I didn't know how to speak Spanish. And we we're talking to him. I, he was trying to talk to me in English. And I was like, oh, we started talking to him in Spanish, you know, the brand. And he was like, oh well, let me follow you guys. So uh, proud to say uh, you got a social media follower in uh, in Spain now, Rough. There we go. Uh, we keep on growing. Saludos but- España. Saludos Barcelona. <laughs> um I think his name was Jordi Jordi, if you're following it, man. Um shout out to you, brother. Um hey, but yeah, uh super cool guy. Um Spoke for a couple minutes. I'm like, oh, I got to run because I might miss my flight. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's that's the kind of thing. Like, I think it, in my personal opinion, it is a brand logo, if you want to call it that. To me, it's a whole lot more that I can say we that brings pride. It's not just another yeah, logo, it, it exactly. brings pride when you're rocking it um, on or off the course. And that's something I'm proud of. It translates on or off the course. So.
0: 100%, bro. 100%. And I, I kind of want to touch on something, and you probably didn't even notice it, but you said his name was Jordi. 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 So, guys, I think that kind of just speaks to the kind of company that we are too, because we're not going to remember everybody's name. We, and I'm not saying this in a kind of pretentious way, but we've started going to a lot of events, we've run into a lot of people, but we're we're still the average joes we're still the average golfers so whoever we meet we will do our best to well dude let, let's be are. honest we
1: have absolutely no reason to not
0: be the average golfer. <laughs> I've seen this play, bro. no yeah if you follow our live videos you would know why oh yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but no i i think that's really cool that you like you remember jordi and you were like hey like let's give him a shout out on, on well, the podcast
1: well dude time. i mean I, I think of it right now between you, Sergio, and myself, we could probably run down at least a list of a couple hundred people that we've met in these events. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, for and sure. some of them we've even given nicknames to, like, as the Golf Don. Golf Don. The golf Don. Ernie Valtierra. Shout Ernie out to Ernie Valtierra. Yeah. Majestic tournaments. Um, like, we've had some some amazing people. El Tocayo Ralph with you, who's, uh-huh. who was a big help with um, the Heart of Gold Foundation. The Young in Heart. Young in Heart and the Heart of Gold. Heart both. Of Gold yeah. both of them. Both of them um but eddie all those guys all the boys over at Rasa golf ruben i yeah. mean like look we, we've met some amazing people and there's a reason why i remember their name they they've have also been part of like how can we help you community yes I, I i that was the one thing that i loved about a latino golf community it hasn't been one of those like oh dude this this guy is trying to make something else look we've even had some some other brands that um that have had similar products. Look at uh, Stogies and Bogies. Yeah,
0: yeah, they have their they have their um, cigar holder. And this year, you know, thankfully we got to collab with a uh, Desert Fox Golf, and we have our cigar holder. And um, yeah, hey, shout out Jesse. He he, dude, we posted the first time about that, and he goes, "You trying to buy my idea or what?" And,
1: <laughs> and the funny thing, <laughs> shout out Jesse, without a doubt. And the funniest <laughs> thing that was me. I don't do much of the social media, but that day Ralph was not in town. And it was a two-part video. So I guess Jesse only saw part one of it. (laughs) But, dude, um, if you have not, if you are a cigar aficionado or a cigar smoker on the golf course and you don't have a Stogies and Bogeys cigar holder. Get one yesterday. Do you even even know cigars, bro? Yeah, bro. Get one. Um, Look, it's a must. It's a must. I cannot have a, a golf bag without that cigar holder. So it was just hilarious. And I know he was busting our chops. But uh, just little things like that. I don't. I don't think we've ever had somebody that straight out hated on the brand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not the first ones to have a freaking Latino-inspired golf hat. Yeah, no, no, no. We're we're not the first ones to have these type of things. But we're, you know, we're a little bit different than than some of the other players that are out there, if you will. And we got nothing but love,
2: and it's and it's been nothing but love, and it's been nothing but like support from a lot of these people that you know we're um anytime we're out of a golf course somebody's always like oh shit i love your what you're doing you know what can we do to help you out or yeah. um how can we keep on supporting yeah. what you're doing and i
0: gotta give you a big shout out surge um so you know raul's the ceo of our company the the kind of the the initial social media of it all was kind of me and him because if you haven't noticed raul's a talker I'm a talker. So, Serge, I know you're kind of hanging out over here. And it's like we gotta give him some shine and some love. But I gotta give Serge a
2: big, big oh, I'm shot. not a talker. I'm I'm like the person in the background, man. It's, but just, he, it's just not me.
0: You're you're a big support, bro. And I, I gotta give you a huge shout out because um so we were doing an event last year. Uh only golfers, shout-out, only golfers. We're gonna do a lot of shout-outs. The guys. Ernie's. The Ernies. Uh we were we were at Anaheim Hills and you know, we're doing our thing. I'm interacting with the Ernie's. We're trying to get everything set up for the day. And Serge, though he's not the most talkative one or, you know, he's not at the forefront of things, kind of being the face of things. The events coordinator. Shout out, Angie. We love you, Angie. Thank you, Angie. Love you, Angie. Love you, Angie. Love you, Angie. Uh, we'll be at Anaheim Hills soon for an episode. So stay tuned for that. But I, I was kind of doing my thing, as Raul said, doing the social media, kind of being out front. I wasn't really at the booth. But Serge still, like he said, he's dedicated to being there, putting in that time, putting in that work and that grind, took the time to talk to Angie, made that relationship. And now I'm messaging Angie, like I think once a week, girl, if you're tired of me, you just let me know. (laughs) 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 But it's stuff like that where it's not just one person. So Raul gives me a lot of credit saying that, hey, I am the face on social media and things like that. But it it takes a village and this is my village this is my family um and that and that's ultimately what i love about this is why and why i keep doing this is because i am working with my family you know raul is my cousin through marriage but you ask anybody I've introduced him to he's my cousin serge is literal blood blood cousin but you know i just call you my cousin yeah. um but you know we've we've said hex is a brother from another mother Louis. Cabron,
1: I love you, wherever you're at right now. <laughs> uh, but it's there's all always, family. There's always a reason. There's uh, always a reason. But look, look, it, and it's kind of an interesting point you bring that up because, you know, some of the things that uh, that Hex has talked about, like, you know, him and I golfing for quite some time now. Like, we've seen some things in golf courses. <laughs> we've <laughs> seen and heard some things, we, We've Bro. seen some things. recent weekend was something interesting. Um, so, so, look... Uh, I hate to say this but being a latino golfer uh, chances are you've you've seen a side eye or two yeah and we've oh, heard yeah. the stories oh yeah sure. we've heard the stories ruben from Rasa tells us sergio from mexicans golf too yep. hell there's a reason why his name of his organization is mexican, golf, mexican 2. golf too yeah um like we've all seen some stuff uh and um we're over that like look yeah. whether you like it or not we're gonna be on a golf course and whether you like it or not in some cases we're gonna have better golfers than you guys. Oh, yeah. and, and and I shouldn't say you guys, but look, let's be honest. Um, You know whether you like it or we're not, coming. We're, we're, coming. we're there. <laughs> we like We're not coming. We've been there. We're just yeah. coming out of the woodwork. Like yeah. Latinos in golf, we're like, oh yeah, those are the groundskeepers. Shout out to all the groundskeepers that are keeping us our courses looking the way they do. Respect oh, yeah. the damn golf course. Fix your divots. Do yeah. your do your due diligence. But look, that that was the classic stereotype like oh yeah uh latino on a golf course yeah he must be a uh, part of the maintenance crew <laughs> oh, he yeah. must be
2: out there with his weed whacker <laughs> yeah
1: so
0: um i kind i want to come back to you Serge, and and give you give you a moment to speak I, i'm
2: sorry that we've kind of commandeered the conversation no no, no not at all i'm okay with it I'm, I'm i love listening to to the stories you know it's just it's something that well, like I said, I'm just not a talker, it, yeah. you know, especially when it comes to shit like this. It's just not my it's just not my jam.
0: <laughs> I get that. But also at the same time. So, um, guys, I have a little brother. His name's is Jaime. And uh, I think you and Jaime are very similar in the sense that you guys are quiet and kind of sit sit back. But when you sit back, you see a lot. And so from your perspective, kind of sitting back these past few years, going to stuff like that.
2: What is what are you most proud of, like that you've seen come out of this brand? Um, going back to with what Raúl was saying is is meeting the people. You know, even though I'm like not like they're on the social media, as I'm still like enjoying like uh, in, uh, talking to all the people that we've met. Um, anybody from like the Golf Batos, you know, and uh, Nelson, you know, all these people that that just come along with going out to the course and everybody kind of com- communal. And you know, being there, you get to know uh, and talk to some of these people, and it's and it's been fun. And I hope we keep on doing that. It's meeting new people. Um, when we were out, when we were out playing our last event for the um, shoot at Anaheim, was it Anaheim Hills? Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold. No, it was in Anaheim. It was in Anaheim, it was was in Anaheim, Anaheim but it wasn't Anaheim Hills. I know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And we're we're talking to uh, Donald from uh, King. Um,
0: oh that was our event yeah young and Heart foundation yeah, yeah, yeah. Swing for
2: hope swing for hope two coming soon guys yeah. but yeah swing
1: for hope yeah, 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 those, yeah that was those lagos dude yeah those lagos, those lagos? you, you yeah, could yeah, have yeah. been a little uh too tipsy but yeah, <laughs> maybe, we're, we're maybe had, guys maybe. we love to have a drink so. Yeah, so on or off the course on or off the course uh, yeah. but
2: but when we were out there me and raul were just like uh just doing our own thing and then we came across him and we were there for like a good 40 minutes just talking to him you you know and just you know getting yeah. to know him and great person you know and it's great, great, great to you know great just person. great to like come across people like that 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 we just randomly come across talk to and then we'll be there for like an hour and everybody's trying to push it keep moving the game you know? but you're having a great conversation but we're and having a like, great like, yeah. conversation you just can't stop it you know so it's yeah. things like that that i
0: really enjoy that's cool <laughs> so that's definitely what you're proud of which i, I would definitely agree with you um what would you step back and say has been the coolest moment? So there's definitely things that you're proud of, but what is like one moment where like, we're out there doing something and you're like, are we really doing this right now? Like,
2: <laughs> um, we we're It was just us three. We were playing at Martin uh, during the uh, Martin Luther King uh, day off. Mm-hmm. Um, don't remember if it was Sunday or Monday or whatever, but we were out. huge storm and we're just like, screw it. Let's keep on playing. Let's keep oh, on doing yeah. it. We're getting fucking hands soaked up there. Yep. Yeah. Hands and damn. And then as soon as the rain stopped, the day became very beautiful and we just kept on going. Yeah. Even though I wanted to, I kind of wanted to give it up for a moment there, but I'm glad These two I did. You do it. not like getting wet. <laughs> so Dude, glad. there's a difference
1: between getting wet <laughs> that was, and when you're like, you're splashing inside your shoes. That
2: was, that was. I'll swim through a golf round. No, nah, bro.
1: <laughs> it, if it ain't freaking Oregon. In abandoned uh, dunes, it ain't worth it, bro. <laughs> if it's Bandon dunes and you drop that much cash, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna r- run through it. That's not a problem. But hey, shout out, Buena Gente, they
0: just went to Bandon, and we're trying to link up, bro. So we we need to get out to Bandon. I saw you just went. Yeah.
2: But, so- but going back to it, man, honestly, there's too many moments. I mean, we were in San Jose. We you know we took a trip out that there. That was really Shindig, that was shindig. that, was, yeah, really that cool. was that was fun. Met a lot of good people out there. Um, and there's just been a lot of good moments that that you know. Yeah. How do you pick? How do yeah. you pick? Yeah. shindig is without a freaking doubt definitely one of the highlights of
1: last year oh yeah. uh the guys with uh artichoke oh yeah big choke big choke big choke yeah Big Choke Golf. Those guys were hilarious, guys. Oh, bro. Oh, man, they were, they were awesome.
0: Really bro, tell, bro that, tell that story about when we got stuck on that par four and it just turned into, like, a house party.
1: Oh, it was like a Valley House well, party, well, bro. I <laughs> mean, like, we were we were already ra- about ready to wrap our, our freaking round because we because of the shotgun start, but um, that was uh, rather interesting. I mean, like, and then, of course, we had to go represent with uh, the one and only La Cheve. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. shout out Blue Fire. Blue Fire. Fire. Coming soon, guys. Coming soon. Round three. A new batch coming out. Uh, And we took, you know, el el caballito keg. We took the pony keg with us to San Jose. And uh, there we are underneath the table
2: trying to pour the. (laughs) Oh,
1: dude. Nobody cared that it was there, man. Everybody was loving it. Allegations? We did not take a keg. Yeah, we Uh, did. did. Yeah, we did. (laughs) We were proud of it. We were so proud. We were proud of that (laughs) shit. I know there's plenty of evidence out there. Oh, yeah. But no, we had had an amazing time. Uh, Guys over from... uh, Oh, man, I'm jolly afraid of Beard. It's his crew. Oh, yeah. Sucker Pin. Sucker Pin. Yeah, Sucker Pin. Beard was freaking awesome to golf with, hang around with right there in that little uh, fiesta hole that we turned in. Everybody was just parked. It was a parking lot, and we were just like, hey, bring out more beer. It's like 20 uh, deep, guys. Yeah, it was 20 that, deep easily. Look, for those people that are they're complaining about uh, golf courses getting uh, too over jammed, just be with the right people, man. Enjoy your outdoors. Yeah. Have fun. But, yeah, no, the Shindig was, a, was an amazing event. Odin Golf, Safe Park uh, Podcast, Sucker Pin, uh, Duffin, guys. Ah, <laughs> Duffin. As long as we didn't talk about Celtics Lakers, we were good. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we had an amazing time out there meeting some, some amazing people, man, that uh, are like-minded when it comes to it. And, and here's the crazy part. It's like-minded in the golf ambiance if you will i mean like we keep on talking about how we we're doing things for doing things for our community but look there is a there's a counterculture if you will that's going on to the golf world and you have brands like golden golf where it's like hey look we're gonna give you a quality golf ball you know i have to spend you know, forty-five, fifty bucks on a box of golf balls. You don't want my pinky, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and look, and everybody everybody says they like the the way a pro v1 uh, feels. Like, dude, most people, if you were to remove those tags, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Um, but that that counterculture that's going on with some of these different brands, some of these different golf groups out there, don't matter if you're brown, white, yellow, blue, or anything in between. Mm-hmm there's a different vibe in a golf course now. And look, let's not get waste management off oh, the rails. <laughs> that was bad, bro. That but, was pretty crazy. But we, let's, Shout out Zach Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but look, there, there's a more inclusive game going on. That's yeah. the one thing I love about it. Uh, and us to have a little freaking grain of salt into a more inclusive game is something I would say I'm proud of.
0: Yeah. hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, so I'm I'm gonna ask the same question to you, Raul. Uh I'll I'll start off with what are you what are you most proud of that we've done as a brand? I know you've kind of talked about some of the fun events and things we've done, but like if you
1: gotta think back, what's that moment like? Man, I'm so glad we were able to get that done. I dude, I mean that's kind of the infamous uh, what's your favorite child um to a parent? <laughs> and me being a parent of two, you while can. your two kids I, are I, like, I, right, they're losing. I, I have my favorite son and I have my favorite daughter. Um but so look, easy. But but it's um Honestly, it's just taking something that we were doing for shits and giggles to have a, a a unique accessory to our golf bag. And so many people all of a sudden supporting us. I mean, like, as I mentioned, we, we've sold towels to Australia. There's a Los Golferos golf towel in Australia. That was a freaking awesome moment where yeah. somebody said, like, hey. Are you willing to ship to Australia uh, via Instagram? I was my like, "You're paying for the shipping," <laughs> which goal wasn't is, that bad. <laughs> my, goal,
2: my goal is get it to get it to the foods in uh, Japan, man. Hey. Oh yeah, hey, well, shout okay. out
1: Japan with the hey. cholo culture. <laughs> hey man, Just take plenty of coronas. Yeah, uh, but you know, little things like that. I I, I can't pinpoint um, one. It, it's too challenging. But yeah. having the reach we've we've gotten, uh, the amazing people that we've met. Um, you know, amazing friendships. I would consider him friends. Um that we've had. I mean, like, come on, literally, we were freaking uh in a house with uh with Nelson and the hopped on and all that stuff. And Frankie and yeah, Frankie, yeah. Frankie, Frankie, awesome cat. Yeah, um, dude. and I think about it, these guys were complete freaking strangers. We had Lalo with Nueve Golf inviting us to his home course. Like the guy had shout out Lalo, Lalo, baby. Lalo baby. Um, but dude, the guy and he was on Instagram. I was real bit. He's like, "Oh, come over. Let's golf of my home course and, yeah, and uh, had an amazing and time and with him and Johnny."
2: Sent us, man. That that was a beautiful yeah. golf course. Yeah, I, had I gotta a, say, that was had, great. I Had was fun. a great
1: time out there in. Uh, San Shout Jose. out Johnny too. They was out there with Lalo, man. Yep, his cousin. Cool. Um, but things like that. I mean, like I said, it's kind of hard to pinpoint. But some of the amazing people. I mean, like, uh, you know meeting Nelson toggles at the turn where he was trying to get a free golf towel from us in that little <laughs> contest we had going on. And we're going
0: to have to reshare that video. Yeah, he, uh,
1: we have it somewhere. He went all out. Uh, little did he know that that was um, a prototype of something we've, uh, we, we still have in the archives. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, good. Then you'll be surprised when something pops. But <laughs> um, things like that, man, those are the, the the things that I'm proud of and the stories that we hear from them. Like, Talking to Juan Galvatos Mm -hmm. and Machete um, about their upbringing. I mean, they're fucking golf course brats, essentially. Yep, yep. And some of the stuff they went through because of, you know, their appearance in a golf course in Simi Valley, mm-hmm. uh, you know, th- those are some crazy things. And they, they and they still show up dressing like the homies, but oh, they're going to out-shoot you Sox like bro, and, uh, like no bro. other. Well, and you, you might remember this because first time we met Machete was at our golf event in Alhambra, and I saw him come through, and yes. I'm like, you want to know who's going to win the tournament? That guy. <laughs> we hadn't even said hi
0: to him, and Raul was no. just like, That's the winner. Yep.
1: (laughs) Dude, guy showed up in freaking vans, and I was like, dude, if you show up to a golf event in vans, either you have no clue what you're doing or you know exactly what you're doing and you're going to butcher everybody. (laughs) <laughs> and he did the latter. Yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even close. If I remember correctly, I think every par
0: 5 at Alhambra, he had an eagle look. Not saying he got eagles on all of them, but he had an eagle look.
1: Well, I mean when you're hitting the freaking ball at 310, 315, yeah, 325,
2: man, you swear what what do it's? Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh you know, let let me leave it uh, 50 yards short on a par 5 at Alhambra or a par 4 at Alhambra. Yeah, you swear you're not, but those type of things. those are the ones that I'm really proud of not just as a brand but just kind of a you know the little group that we've kind of established yeah it's been amazing
0: definitely and so kind of also what i asked to surge what do you think is the coolest moment like the one personal little selfish moment you're like man that that's awesome
1: uh again too many um uh, but getting especially because some of the hard work you've done uh and getting some recognition from it for like brands like asher when you're like asher wants to talk to us about how can we do something uh that was really cool and it was funny because you hit me up while uh we were at a golf course we were out at the bell uh, i was with sergio and my kid ian and then you call me up you're like bro you ain't gonna believe this but asher golf wants to know if we go do something with them uh the guys over at sunday golf oh yeah yeah man like they've been super Shout supportive out pat at sunday yep pat uh has been amazing since day one uh, now, you know, some of the other brands that, uh, you know, you living in essentially the freaking mecca of golf in San Diego, especially in northern San Diego County, and getting people from Made, from Callaway, from Cobra. Um, They're like, oh, man, you guys you guys have something there. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a, a proud moment when people that work for these. You know kingpins of the golf industry saying like well you guys got something special going on there it's a really good freaking feeling yeah
0: yeah definitely i would so i'm I'm gonna give you guys my answers and i definitely would piggyback off that like I, i would say that i'm really proud of the golf community that we've developed um on and off the golf course um i have people who like you said earlier they see the logo they see what we're doing and you know people who primarily speak spanish or spanish is their first language they go "Oh, los golferos and I'm like, yeah. And I start talking to them about it. And it's like, oh, mira que bueno. Like, you know, like they get a sense of pride. Like, hey, maybe I'm not into golf, but I know the next generation is kind of sticking their foot into these different realms and kind of, you know, giving giving some shine to, to the raza. And so that that makes me really proud. Um, so I, I'm really excited for that. And I'm proud. Of, like you said, you can't pinpoint just one exact thing. And it just makes me proud of what we've done in these past few years. Um But I would also definitely say that one of the coolest, coolest moments, um, guys, if you're watching the video of this, you'll notice I have a beer in hand. Serge has a beer in hand. Raul wanted something a little warmer, so he's got a little whiskey out here.
1: A little chili, a little scotch, never hurt anybody. Yeah. Um, But we came out with our own beer, guys. Uh, That that was... And how did that happen if it wasn't for a certain towel, golf towel?
2: That connection exactly. never happens. Exactly. So, and, and then not just that, the towel or just a beer alone. But well, we're kids from the 80s. Seeing that logo on it, are <laughs> he made, mangled? It, pedal. He <laughs> mangled <laughs> pedal. Hey, look, and, and thank you
1: for bringing that up, Serge, because that again goes back to, to our roots. And, and look, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, you guys are Mexicans and are a lot of green, white, and uh, red. And no, it's, it's about the Latino community, period. I, I don't care where you're from. You're going to be of El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Costa Rica, anywhere in between. Or even down south, um, our artists that we work with, and we, this is kind of my MO, I will be honest. Mm-hmm. I want to work with Latino, the Latino community. And that designer who worked on our logo is Argentinian. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Hey, you know what? I tried golfing. I'm not good at it." And <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, bro, what do you need? We'll freaking uh, we'll we'll show you the ropes." And uh, he took that logo to a whole different level. And if you have not checked out the La Cheve logo, go into our Instagram. You will see it there. And to 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 Sergio's point we're we grew up in the 80s and 90s uh i mean like dude if you're of a certain age you know he-man was part of your freaking daily life oh yeah and uh we loved we love the idea of having a guerrero version of he-man on a beer can that was just so, freaking was amazing, amazing. um so for, sure. for sure and we we still have people say like that's yeah, great i don't drink when are you guys gonna do something with it <laughs> <laughs> hey look believe it or not there are some people that don't drink we're not any of them but hey more power to you i give you props because it's a lot harder not to drink than it is to drink yeah uh, but we we have you know something cooking when it comes to the la cheva logo uh, appearing on a favorite piece of merch in yeah a little while definitely
0: so yeah guys that that would be the thing that i think has been one of the coolest moments and we'll we'll get into that in later episodes and that's really what we're going to be where we're going to be diving into this podcast giving you more perspective and talking to different people um so the last question i have to wrap up this podcast guys is uh we've talked about what you're most proud of What's the coolest thing? But we have to look forward. What's the next thing? So, Serge, what do you want? What do you want to see from los Golferos? What is something you you wish for, or what do you see something along the horizon where you're like, we got to go do that?
2: Oh man, that's that's honestly a diffi- difficult question because I, at the moment, um, I, in my eyes, we've kind of um, exceeded what we what our expectations were yeah um i think any of us kind of were. you know we we all thought okay this is going to be something small you know and we're just gonna you know see where it goes but at the moment it seems like it's grown a lot more than than any of us thought it would so to me it's just like i'm just excited for the next event that, that we're invited yeah. to you know any any anytime we're invited to something it's just exciting to know that there people are thinking about our brand
0: yeah yeah definitely
2: no that that's very valid I, and i
0: i agree with you it's definitely one of those things where it's like dang like we did this we we got here exactly Okay, yeah um raul as as our ceo i'll, I'll pass the question off to you like what 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 do you see next for us or what do you want out of us next?
1: Well, I mean, I would be lying if I didn't tell you that more growth is what I'm looking forward to. I mean, that's the business yeah. side. Of course, you, yeah. you start a business and you you want it to continue to grow. And honestly, you want it to stay true to its original mission statement, which we created a very good mission statement in my belief. Mm-hmm. Um, so without a doubt, so when it comes to business, continual growth, uh, love to see that. Um, but as far as... I mean, I always look more at the communal aspect of it. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we've been hit up and I know you've been hit up personally, you're like, hey, when's uh, how do I get into the golf club? You know, we, we've never <laughs> we never said we were a golf club, uh, if anything, we're the uh, anti golf club, golf club, if you will. We don't care. You don't need to pay dues. You don't need to do any of that. Nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. Some amaz- amazing nothing golf clubs it. out there. Um,
0: Shout out to Los Compas. We'll be talking to them. Soon. Los comp-
1: Dude. I dude that. And that would be almost an anti golf club, golf club, the way they do things. Uh, Rudy and the boys, amazing guys. And the funniest thing is that I kind of witnessed their inception because they started off a Facebook group Mm -hmm. that I was a part of and I kind of saw it all start from there. So, uh, they do amazing things. There are some really amazing golf clubs, uh, And if you're looking for a good one, Los Compas is definitely one you want to want to check out. And of course, I mean, like one of the biggest name brand recognized one, Tropicana Golf. We have a couple of friends that are part of Tropicana. Yep, Raza, without a freaking doubt. Raza Mm -hmm. does some really great things. Like there's amazing golf clubs out there. But I mean, my thing is like, you want a good one? We can point you in the right direction. You just want to have golf and have fun? Let us know when you want to book a tee time. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We're always down for it. Yeah. But you never know that 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 aspect. What's the next big tournament we're going to put together? Um, what's the next big event that um, we're going to be able to be a part of? Sponsorships, all those different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know. Dom and Derek mentioned a little something something going up in the. Uh, great north <laughs> so uh that's something to look forward to um uh, we're definitely cooking some stuff in the laboratory hex is uh you know being the uh, the da vinci that he is mm-hmm. and he's putting some finishing touches on some stuff so um there there's a lot of good coming as a brand as a product line and uh as the golf community that we're trying to grow into so again i not sound super flaky i can't pinpoint one i just like what our future holds, yeah, uh, and definitely. hopefully collaborating with a lot more uh, of the different groups and brands that we've uh, now become really close acquaintances with. I'm, you know, kind of looking forward to what might be cooking with a certain brand that you were uh, talking with on a uh, certain podcast about. <laughs> that that's always an interesting one. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that one. Awesome. Yeah,
0: so I'll I'll go ahead and wrap it up, kind of my expectations and what I'm looking forward to. Um, If you listen to our intro right before this, uh, I like to call it episode zero. Um, In there, I talk about uh, kind of sharing our experiences, sharing our perspective and bringing on different guests to kind of, you know, broaden your horizons a little bit. And I I think we've gotten to this point where we kind of owe it to our community to, to kind of share some more stories. So that's, that's kind of my expectation for the brand and my expectation with the podcast. Um, we're going to be bringing on different guests, thus why we've been doing a whole bunch of shout outs. Um, because, we can't thank you guys enough anyone that has interacted or supported us given us any type of shine
1: thank you guys so much like we really really appreciate it for sure even the ones that hated on us (laughs) you guys gave us even more motivation and there's not too many but the ones that did thank you for the motivation we love it exactly exactly so um so yeah my expectation is
0: to continue to go the brand as Raul said because it gives you guys kind of um I don't want to say something to look up to, but kind of some representation along with the other brands that are, that are out there. Uh, but to also, um, bring in like the homie, El Cesar, um, he's, he's going to be on an episode and he's a financial
1: advisor tax season, ladies and gents, you guys, you you guys need, uh, (laughs) some professional help, reach out to a boy El Cesar. Yeah, exactly. And so, um,
0: you know, just coming from the background that we come from, as far as Mexican Americans, um, you know, my, my parents are second generation, um, wrong, correct me wrong. First generation, second generation. Yeah. So, um, kind of how I alluded to earlier, there's a lot of good traits that we take from, from our heritage, but there's some things that we kind of have to break and we have to learn from. And that's kind of what we want to do on this podcast, bring in that perspective, allow you to push beyond your boundaries, um, and try something different and take that risk like we did in starting a business. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Expanding this podcast to give you guys some perspective. Um, So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Episode one, we got much, much more to come. And as always,
2: salud, golferos.